It's the state of Victorian trots racing and the people who drive the sport. You're one out, one back. Yes, welcome to another edition of One Out, One Back. Host Cody Winnell with you and I'm joined for this beautiful Thursday morning by Toby McKinnon. Toby, welcome to the program, mate. Thank you, Cody. Great, uh, great weekend of harness racing ahead. We've got so much to talk about on the uh, on the show this week. Of course, Andrew Hughes is away at the moment, so thanks for jumping in the seat, Toby. We've got uh, massive racing up in Sydney uh, that we're looking forward to. We've got, uh, of course, Cranbourne Trotters Cup, which is going to be fantastic, and we'll talk a little bit more later on about the new innovation down in Hamilton as well. So looking forward to a belt of a program. The Glen Miles Mile. It's a bit of a mouthful. But it's got a ring to it, doesn't it? <laughs> it does have a ring to it. It's going to be an exciting race and a great concept. It is, and uh, it is indeed. And we've, of course, got the big uh, Miracle Mile and New South Wales Derby up at Menangle. We'll go into more detail about that later on. This is RSN, one out, one back, and we're going to kick it off uh, with uh, item one here, and that is the uh, a new series to honour uh, an 18-year-old who was killed tragically, taken uh, way too young, Toby, uh, last year in a car accident. It was Nick Dewar. Yeah. a harness racing driver. He'd driven uh, at the Shepherd and Trots and uh, and he was tragically killed on the way home from that uh, meeting. A very popular arrangement. It certainly rocked the Trots community. Uh, and the reason I bring it up today is because you've got some news on a, a new memorial series to honour Nick Dewar. Yeah, the uh, Shepherd and Club, the Young Harness Racing Club and a few people uh, in the background, particularly Mark Buckingham, who uh, Nick did drive for, have worked together along with HRV and HR New South Wales. Um, to create this driver series where there'll be two races at Shepparton and two races at Young, um, March 5 and March 20 at Young. Uh, there'll be five Victorian drivers uh, competing and five New South Wales drivers, and uh, I suppose there'll be a winner as an individual, but they'll also, I think, be driving for their state in a way too, which uh, I believe Mark will uh, probably elaborate a bit more on some of the unique concepts when we talk to him. Sounds like a fantastic initiative, and I'm sure it's one, Toby, that, and we'll speak to Mark Buckingham shortly, I'm sure it's one that was embraced by all of the participants uh, involved. Uh, can you take us through who, who will be in the series or who's agreed to be involved at this stage? Yeah, the, the drivers, they're not the big name concession drivers, but they're going to be. Abby Turnbull, Brad Chisholm, Mitchell Frost, Marika Erickson and Taylor French representing Victoria. And from New South Wales, Blake McCorve, Cody Rushenberger, Miranda McLaughlin, Jordan Seary and James McPherson. Fantastic pronunciation of Cody Rushenberger there, Toby. You are a master at that. Of course, former race caller, Toby McKinnon as well. Still a race caller, a battling, <laughs> battling race caller. Well, we should talk now with Mark Buckingham, who's uh, been good enough to join us this morning on a One Out, One Back. Mark, uh, welcome to the program. Morning. How are, how are you going? Now, going really well, Mark. Now, Toby's just taken us through the Nick Dewar Memorial Series, and, uh, and obviously this is something very close to your heart. Just tell us a little bit about how important it is uh, in your mind to honour uh, the late Nick Dewar. Yeah, it's a wonderful concept to, to remember... Nick, and uh, and also enhance the the uh, the young talent that we've got coming through the ranks. Now, Mark, um, you you and Nick drove for you. He did drive nor nor west on that on that uh, fateful night. Um, you were pr- you were pretty good friends with him. Can you tell us just a bit bit about Nick in particular? Yeah, well, to me, Nick was you know the most uh, polite, honest, enthusiastic young young fellow you'd like to meet, and. Uh, yeah, just an absolute tragedy to, the, to, to be taken so young. And, now, yeah. keep going, sorry. Oh, and, you know, he just, uh, you know, he had a, a wonderful future in front of him and, 
it, uh, yeah, just you, know, you can't put it in the words. Yeah. He was very pop. It was very popular, wasn't he, Mark? Oh, absolutely. You know, he's uh, he was wise beyond his years. His years, and uh, he, um, you know, he had you know just an enthusi- such an enthusiasm for for not only harness racing but life in general. He just you know he had the world at his feet, and just you know to be taken taken so young, it's uh, you know it, it's just terrible. And- and I, I think from memory you explained to me once he was involved at the Young Harness Racing Club in a capacity and uh, you did say that he'd be uh, the CEO of Harness Racing New South Wales one day. Yeah, well, he, I, you know, he was on the committee and, as I said before, you know, the, the enthusiasm and passion he had for the sport, he, he was, you know, in my eyes, he, I was thinking, you know, he's certainly going to be a future leader in, in whatever he decided to do. Well, I think having a series like this, uh, which, uh, Toby, I guess the aim is for this to become an annual event now to honour to honor Nick. Yeah, I, yeah, it certainly is um, aiming to be an annual event, which um, over time should, should really honour him for forever. Yeah, I think it's really important that we do honour, um, honour obviously someone like Nick who had the world at his feet. Mark, thank you so much for coming on the, the program this morning. We'll have more details on this series at thetrots.com.au in coming days and congratulations and, and thank you for your work uh, as well on this series, Mark. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. It's RSN 927's One Out, One Back. Toby, we touched earlier on the uh, initiative down at Hamilton this Sunday. The club's been really keen to push something like this for a while and uh, working in tandem with Harness Racing Victoria, uh, they've been able to get this uh, the Glen Miles Memorial Mile uh, on Sunday, which uh, the club it loves its speed and its mile racing and they want to see records tumble every single meeting, don't they? Yeah, it is the it is the fastest track in Victoria, I will declare it. There's, There's the declaration. There, there is a number of clubs that lay claim to it, but Hamilton is an extremely fast track, and we've seen some, some good horses run very quick times there, and it'll be exciting to see some really good ones there now. Um, and I this is a good field, too. This is a really good field that looks like it's taking shape. It, it is a really good field. The uh, last look at Noms, just before we entered the uh, room here, there was, like, the Cravens have horses in it. Karen Manning's put a couple in it. Jason Lee's got horses in it. Big Bang Leonard um, for Tony Chisholm. The Collector for Stephen Fennell, who who just keeps running good races. Michael Stanley's got has entered horses in it. So and Maddie Craven. So all the locals down there are getting behind this event, and I expect there should be some ultra-fast times. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to fireworks. We should talk a little bit about Glenn Miles, who the race is named in honour of, and the Hamilton Harness Racing Club was certainly keen to uh, find a way to honour Milesy. He was a very popular person down in Hamilton, a very uh, uh, a community legend, a sports legend down there, very, very popular, and uh, you know everyone knew Milesy, so the club wanted to find a way to, uh, to honour Glenn. Uh, and uh, his name kind of lent itself well to this mile uh, race as well. So this is that's the the story behind the name of the Glen Miles Memorial Mile on Sunday. Um, and I'm sure Toby that all of the local uh, harness fans and sports fans and the community will all get out to uh, to honour Milesy, who was uh, taken uh, suddenly last year, well before his time. Yeah, there'll be huge community support out there for a Sunday. So. Uh, I'd expect there'll be a, fit, a decent crowd on course. Now, y- your roots are from Hamilton, so is there something about a, sh- a shirt, wearing a shirt or something? Uh, Toby, I don't know where you're going with that. 
uh, the club's encouraging people to wear colourful shirts. Oh, sorry. Sorry, my bad. I thought you were knocking one of my old shirts. <laughs> I did used to get known for my loud shirts down there, but you're spot on, Milesy. Uh, he was known for his loud shirts, <laughs> so we had that in common. Uh, and the club is encouraging people to dig into the cupboard and uh, and grab the, the colourful shirt, the Hawaiian shirt, just something else that's a bit loud, and wear it along because uh, because that would be a great way to honour to honour the late Glenn Miles. Uh, and moving forward, uh, Toby, uh, Harness Racing Victoria. Now, this this hasn't been uh, released as news as yet, but I believe that uh, Easter Monday at Hamilton might become a regular a regular occurrence, a regular fixture. The idea here is that HRV's listened uh, to Hamilton introducing this race and uh, and wants to find a way to make sure that that race is uh, has has its place. In a, in a consistent location on the calendar each year. So Easter Monday at Hamilton might become a, a bit of a regular occurrence and there might be some other date shifts as well there to sort of make that work. But uh, but Hamilton would certainly be keen on that moving forward, um, which would give them a chance to host this race every year. The idea here is that the 152 mile rate, which I was going to say is held by my lightning blue, but of course uh, that's not the case. It's held by Matthew Craven's very fast horse. My Harmony my Blue. Harmony blue. <laughs> and uh, it's a 152 flat mile rate. That could tumble this weekend. Uh, if it does, and I t- if it does, I tell you what I'd like to see, Toby, I'd like to see maybe a board uh, erected down there at Hamilton with the uh, with the the current holder of the mile record uh, for the paces, and uh, whether it's a charity uh, donation in the in honour of the the winning horses trainer or owners or or the silks hung up or something, just to honour who the current mile champion is. I mean, you could even, I don't know, you could give them free drinks at the bar or something for for someone connected to that horse uh, until such time as the next record tumbles. What do you think of some of those ideas? Oh, I like the idea of uh, the bar tab. While you hold the record, you get uh, you get rights to the bar. Um, I, I do like the idea of the silks hanging up and then uh, a Matty Craven can tap a Jason Lee on the shoulder and say, see that, brother? I'm still holding the record here. Absolutely. They, it is a fast track. They actually want to break 150 down there at some stage, become the first track in Victoria to record a 149-type mile rate. Well, it's got to happen, doesn't it, you know? Absolutely. We'll, we'll be talking about the Miracle Mile, and it, it's not that long ago choking ran two minutes to win a Miracle Mile. Like, yeah, for sure. They'll get under 150, and, and, and it may be this Sunday. Absolutely. It's the Glen Miles Memorial Mile Hamilton this Sunday. Make sure you check it out. Uh, we can't wait for that. It's RSN 927's One Out, One Back. Now the fixer coming on with a big burst. Tiger Tara needs to lift 100 to go. The fixer's inch by inch cutting back the margin. The fixer levels up. Tiger Tara kicks. The fixer put the nose in front. The fixer. But Spankham stole a march. Leads by a length. Cruz Bromack is out after it. On the inside is my Alpha Rock. But it's Spankham. Spankham wins it. Photo second and third. And it's a tight one. On the inside, my Alpha Rock. Electric Miracle Mile qualifiers last weekend, Toby. And uh, it sets the scene for a cracking night of racing this Saturday night at uh, Tabcourt Park, Manangle. Can't wait for this. Oh, I can't wait. Be tuned to the TV for these. Absolutely. And, of course, it's not just the uh, the Miracle Mile. We've got the, the New South Wales Derby up there as well, the Oaks. The Bohemia Crystal Free For All is one I'm looking forward to. I really, really like uh, Buster Brady in that race. You got some thoughts, Tobe? Yeah, it, it just an action-packed night. I am looking forward to the Bohemia Crystal Free For All as well. It is a very even race. That, and, as you say, the Derby and the Oaks, so... And the highlight of the night, the Miracle Mile. Absolutely, of course we had, we did have uh, last week on on the program Tim Bunning on talking about uh, his 
uh, Derby main chance centenario, and he certainly didn't let the listeners down uh, and won last weekend and has drawn basically the pole, I guess you could say, because Crime Rider is the second emergency drawn one, very unlikely to get a start. So that means Centenario draws the pole uh, with the Victoria Derby winner, Muscle Factory, the local from New South Wales, drawn barrier two. Really looking forward to seeing how this uh, plays out. Lock and Verat was massive in that heat win as well, but uh, has drawn terribly again. Uh, gee, that horse is having no luck at the barrier draws. And Demon Delight has drawn wide out as well, um, but was sensational, breaking the record last week. Yeah, he he could be the one camped back, and if the speed's on early, I'd be looking towards Demon Delight on his effort last week. Five runners, Emma Stewart, uh, has qualified for the derby. It's just a, uh, a sensational uh, performance. But the big, uh, the big one of the night is the Ainsworth Miracle Mile. And, uh, of course, last year's reigning champion, Myfield Marshall, hasn't fared well at the barrier draw. But I don't know if that's necessarily a huge issue for a horse like Myfield Marshall. It does tend to get back. Uh, and if they run a fast quarter, gee whiz, he can finish off strong, as we saw last year. And we've seen several times before. So many questions with the Miracle Mile to be answered, Cody. Post the boy, Chase Auckland, spank him. Will they measure up at that level? Well, let's see if we can uh, go uh, pursuing some answers right now uh, with uh, champion trainer Tim Butt, who does present Myfield Marshall for the $1 million Miracle Mile. Tim joins us on One Out, One Back. Morning, Tim. Morning, boys. Good to talk to you. Thanks very much for coming on the program. I guess, firstly, uh, Myfield Marshall, how's he going, and how's he going this year compared to this time last year? Oh, I'm pretty happy with him. The sectionals were great last week after a, you know, after a soft lead time for, for the leaders, so I think he'd come home at 25-2 you know, off the track. So you know, that's as good as you can go, really, and um, you know, I think he's in the good nick. It was his first run for five weeks, so uh, should top him off. Instructions for Anthony, Tim? Will it be to go back, or are you going to get? What are his, are his instructions, or can you not tell your brother? No, I, well, I never talk about tactics with him. Um, he knows the horse will be ready, and um, it's a really difficult race to drive in from that draw. You know, because it doesn't it doesn't appear to be a lot of pressure in the run, but you don't know. You know, it's a miracle mile, and people lose their call a little bit or whatever. But um, you know, I suppose Mark Burden holds the key to the race having three in it. Tell us about what you're expecting early doors, just on the early speed and whether there's some pressure. Tiger Tar is drawn in eight. How do you see it playing out, uh, Tim? Well, it's, it's difficult because Poster Boy's drawn one and he, he can't afford to get too far back on the fence. And, um, you know, with, with Mark sort of three there, you know, I can see Yayo's hot spot going straight straight out of play to three the fence. So um, and it all depends what Alpha Rock does, whether he decides to play it cool or whether he decides to come out, you know. So, um uh, Tiger and Field Marshall sort of just got to let it unfold and out wide and then see what happens after that. But, if, you know, if anything, anything slow early, we'll be around them. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us about WA. You went over there with my Field Marshall and had a really successful campaign. How's the horse uh, handled that travel? And uh, is this the race that you've set him for above all others? Oh, without doubt. He, you know, he's a real miler and, um, you know, he has a lot of issues with his, with his um, wind operations he's had. And Perth was a great trip, you know, it, he, he performed well, raced three weeks in a row and over longer distance. So, um, you know, it was, a, it was a good money earner for him. And, uh, you know, you've got to race these horses somewhere. And, and I felt the end of the minions wasn't as go. So the Miracle Mile, you know, after last year, is definitely on the, on the program. Tim, you, you'll be gearing up six or seven on uh, Saturday night and cheesy fingers in the New South Wales Oaks. Again, drawn a bit tricky. How's she looking? She's looking great. You know, I felt she's definitely run short the other night, you know, and, uh, you know, while that 
And another one that I wouldn't mind asking you about, Tim, is a horse called uh, Sassy Pants. I saw a trial yesterday that your team tweeted out, and that was phenomenal. Yeah, she's got a lot of ability. Um, she ran second in the Oaks last year here and should have probably won up fourth in the Derby. Just, just, just taking a long time to get to get the ring craft right. But um, yeah, I think she tried home in 26.9, you know, like pretty easily. And, um, you know, she's a T.O. trotter, so that'll be... You know, all as well. I hate to destroy the price, but punters, if you get out there, have a look at that Tim Butt Racing uh, on Twitter. Get around the Twitter account. Check out that replay because you will be on next start if you uh, if you watch that trial, that's for sure. Hey, Tim, thanks very much for joining us on One Out, One Back on RSN this morning. Good luck uh, this Saturday night at Menangle. It's going to be huge, and it'll be great to see you win it two years in a row. No, thanks, boy. I really look forward to the race. It's a great race. It's RSN 927's One Out, One Back. Yeah, looking forward to um, an angle, that's for sure. Cranbourne Trotters Cup also this weekend, though. Toby, bit closer to home, as well as the Eastern Challenge. Uh, looking forward to this meeting on Friday night. Yeah, club's got a lot planned, and uh, dining packages, I believe, are still selling. So get in contact with the club if you want to get there. But the Trotters Cup, it's a, it's a tremendous little eight-horse field. There's Kieron is probably about, the, I think he's about to step up into the next level. I just got that gut feeling with him. And then Andy and Kat, Kate Gath have taken over the uh, training of Into the Unknown. And he, uh, she she was tremendous at uh, Bendigo last start behind Dance Craze. Absolutely. Um, and has always shown lots of ability into the unknown. Uh, and Andy and Kate have had it now for two runs. And it's uh, it's gone super both times. But as you say, Chiron, Peter Lane, he's always had such a big opinion. And we've had Peter on one out one back in the past talking about his love for this trotter. Uh, Chris Alford goes on, which is never a bad thing, on Friday night. So it's the Bruce Skeggs Memorial Cranbourne Trotters Cup. This is part of the uh, Maori's Idol Championship, Toby, which has been a terrific uh, a terrific series. Yeah, and two key runners here. Jericho's trumpet coming from Barrier 1 is third on the current points at 17. If it And it does have the raw ability to win a race like this and it, it's chasing the leader who's also in the race here of the series and that's Fratellino who's on 25 points. And a couple of young trainers here chasing that in Zach Steenhouse and Sean McNulty both doing a fantastic job and deserve a shout out. Young trainers and young drivers and <coughs> great to see the young people in our sport which we've highlighted already in this show. 10 grand on the line of course is the is the uh, the bonus for the Maori's Idol in addition to the stake money, and this race is worth 25000 so it's a, it's not to be sneezed at, at, at ten grand. And bragging rights of being the Mary's Idol Trophy Championship winner. Absolutely. The Sea Light Windows and Doors Eastern Challenge Race 6. This is a cracking field as well. Uh, Toby, Jesus, some nice horses in this. As you have a quick look down, you've got Somewhere Secret going in with the picket fence form line. Sicario uh, bounced back to winning form last start. Big opinion of this horse. I know the, the stable's got but now with Brent Lilly. Angel of Arts, Just Say Go. Smart little shard. Always like that horse for uh, John Nicholson. B major threat. It's a good field. I think Sicario's the one to beat, Cody. Uh, coming off the back of the SA Cup win last start, drawn the pole, he, he'll be very hard to beat. And my roughie in the race is actually the number eight, Blissful Stride. I think it'll get the gun run behind Sicario. It's been running some tough races from ba- from hard barrier draws, and it could be just the one that fills the uh, second place. You do consider yourself a cartographer, so I know that you've got it mapped beautifully there in gate eight, Tobes. <laughs> very well played. Uh, that's the uh, the Cranbourne Trotters Cub and the uh, Sea Light 
windows and doors Easter, Eastern, not Easter, Eastern Challenge at Cranbourne. And this is tomorrow night, of course. And that, um, I guess, leads us into uh, next weekend, which is going to be massive, Toby. We've got plenty to look forward to in the uh, the Maryborough Cup. I believe that's uh, is that Friday week. We're going back to Birchip. We've got the long weekend, of course, and the Wangaratta Cup as well. It's all happening. It is all happening. Maryborough away from their traditional Sunday in October. And it'll be a Friday in March, which leads into the Labor Day weekend, as you suggest. So why not make it a four-day weekend and see who will win one of the great races like Barrel Boy did in 1992, Cody? There you go. I mean, that feels like a strangely out-of-nowhere reference, Barrel Boy, Toby. Uh, could have been a family horse of mine, and uh, if my grade six teacher is listening, I was too sick for school that day, but just well enough to go to the trots. I hope you had a certificate, Toby. Hey, yeah, uh, let's talk about Birchip. There's been a lot of noise about Birchip and the promotion there on uh, social media, especially. Gee, shout out to the club doing a fantastic job and just showing uh, how effective you can be if you just use a bit of elbow grease, get your hands dirty, and actually have a crack. How good is it? Oh, they're they're a fantastic committee, Birchip. You 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 ask to meet someone at the club and you get 15 people there. They're all rolled their sleeves up. This is a celebration of the town and the community, Birchip. And Wangaratta race the same day mm. and, and it's a very similar feeling at Wangaratta. So there's a bit of a battle with music as well. Wangaratta <coughs> has the DJ and Birchip has the old Melbourne Road band led by David Murphy. David Murphy, of course, being a harness trainer driver based down in Dunstown, I believe it is. Correct. Near Ballarat there. And uh, if you haven't heard Murph... Uh, play, then uh, you've got to get along. Uh, just make sure he doesn't have a drive in the next race, I believe, Toby. Oh, yeah, last year, one of the highlights of the year was when a trainer of a horse had to stop stop him halfway through a song and say, you realise you are about to jump on my horse and go out and drive. Halfway through a rendition. <laughs> halfway through. And he declared it to the punders and it galloped away. Oh, no. Well, yeah, there you go. So looking forward to next weekend. Plenty happening, that's for sure. Looking ahead further, we've got uh, something fairly exciting that we should talk about, uh, and it's the Charlton Harness Race. Racing Club who have uh, approached Harness Racing Victoria with a, a bit of an idea, a novel idea, and it sounds really exciting. Harness Racing Victoria getting behind it. It is the Charlton Pacing Cup night on the 16th of uh, March. It's a Saturday night, 16th of March, and it's at Tapcourt Park, Melton. Toby, I guess firstly, um, why is the Charlton Cup being run at Melton this year? Yes, yeah, so the club is building a brand new... Um clubhouse or facility which is a 4.2 million dollar building it'll accommodate the football club the hockey club the netball club the harness racing club so while that process is happening obviously we can't race at charlton so they've decided to bring their cup to melton and i believe cody there's a lot of the whole of charlton are effectively coming to melton Um, uh, i've heard at least one bus (laughs) will be making the trip down Uh, of course they've got the bubbles in the bush promotion uh, which they're taking to town from about 4 30 till 6 so the bus comes down they've got another bus coming from the city i think from crown or somewhere and, and it'll take a group of people out as well so there's already 150 people booked in the tool earn room but the breaking news that we can break here on uh, on one out one back this morning is that there will be a uh, the punters that the inaugural punters party will be taking over the tool earn room uh, at Tabcourt Park, Melton, which I think now might be called the Legends Room, actually, Tobe. Uh, but that upstairs made uh, room there, and it's going to be sensational. We've got the Carroll Brothers. We've got the Carroll Brothers, Brett and Darren, up against the good form dynamic duo, the HRV good form dynamic duo of Jason Bonington and Blake Redden. We are not talking one punters club. We're talking two. We're talking you can invest in one, your favourite, like you will, or you can invest in both, which is probably what I will, playing the more diplomatic approach, Toby. 
Well, I'm going to declare my hand, Cody. I will be on Team Carroll. Yes. I may be the captain of Team Carroll. These boys go around to country clubs on a voluntary basis providing punters club to them. Yep. I invest every time, and I think without fail, I've profited every time. Fantastic. They do a super job, that's for sure. And Bonners and Blake, they, they're fantastic at the caper as well. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. Uh, and uh, basically, the, the night will be entertaining because whilst those two... Two punters clubs do their thing. Uh, myself and you, Toby, will be hosting the night. We'll be emceeing the event up there in the Tool Learn Room. Uh, it'll be fun. We'll be interviewing the guys as to why they're approaching each race as they're approaching it. We'll have screens up with updates on how both punters clubs are tracking. Um, there's a cracking drinks and food package. It's 90 bucks. Listen to this, folks. $90 gets you food. And it gets you a drinks package which lasts from the start of race one right through to the end of the last race. So that's 90 bucks for food, drinks, and the entertainment. And we're going to have giveaways galore. We're going to have vouchers, $100 bet vouchers. There's going to be uh, other giveaways through. Uh, we might do that through the Lucky Loser uh, barrel. You put your losing tickets if you're unlucky enough to back a loser, but you might still win a voucher out of it. But we might also have some uh, trivia like Barrel Boy and this sort of thing <laughs> that we can throw out on the night and give away more vouchers. So Tab uh, Really getting behind it as well. HRV wanting to really push this and a great approach from Charlton to actually embrace the punting side of things uh, uh, through their through their cup meeting here at Melton and provide the punting audience with an opportunity. So stay tuned, folks, because we're going to be increasing the messaging big time about this in the next couple of days. And we'd love to see, Toby, wouldn't we, all, that, uh, all those social media punters getting into the room and enjoying themselves and the camaraderie of the punt uh, for a night at Melton up there enjoying a good time at Tabcourt Park. I'm now hearing all that in one blurb. I'm wondering why I agreed to host. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a fantastic night. And you're right, uh, the the social media pundits that uh, get behind Bonners so regularly, great to see them supporting him. And, of course, the the Carroll brothers as well. There's some social media support for them too. So hopefully we can get all them in a room. Similar to the Redwood Rattler, which will be coming up later in the year, a lot of the social media pundits get involved on that day as well. What we know for sure is with the Harness Racing Community, Community, uh, that when clubs are going out on a limb to try something new, they generally do get supported. And I think the punters will really be excited by this idea uh, that Charlton has uh, developed with HRV. Uh, we want to get behind it big time. So, um, look, check it out. Make sure you go to the trots.com au today. There'll be more information there. If you want to get more information from the club direct, quickly scribble down this phone number, folks. It's 0413-384-500. That's Andrea O'Gorman who will be taking bookings 0413-384-500. We'd love to pack this room. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's a DJ up there as well. It's not going to be your, your traditional night where everyone suits up and has to sort of be like that up there. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a bit more casual and it's going to be uh, just a, a great night of entertaining with punting the, uh, the the main focus for this particular part of the night. Sounds absolutely fantastic. And I reckon that just about sees us through for another edition of RSN's One Out, One Back. Stay tuned to the RSN social media channels throughout uh, today because we'll be pushing this podcast out. And until next week, Toby, thanks very much for your time and uh, we'll see you all at the trots. Want to hear One Out, One Back again? Head to iTunes, our Facebook page and the podcast page at rsn.net.au.